Are there a lot of bisexual men in bodybuilding? I think there are a lot more than immediately let on. Now, how does she feel about you being bisexual? Is it, honey, you're free to do whatever you want? Or is it, hey, that turns her on too? It turns her on as well. Blood play. Oh, wait a second. Oh, yeah, that's a thing. Very open. Love ass play. I have a foot fetish. Sensual to rape fantasy. Being the, being the rapist? Oh, either. Oh, either. Okay. Yeah. And have you ever been harmed in the process? Oh, yeah. I've definitely been uh, made to hesitate before sitting down for a couple days after. Get ready. This is Consenting Adults. The conversations you're about to hear are intended for mature audiences. If adult themes are offensive to you, well, grow up. So dirty talk, so yeah. sex talk. Yeah, it, it started off as dirty talk. I was actually like very excited to see my partner with somebody else. She looked at me and said, so you want to have sex with other people, that's what you're saying. <laughs> and you find it a turn on to hear about what he did. Yeah, and then it's like, I want to come home and get it the way she got it. Does he know you have a boyfriend? Well, yes. This is Consenting Adults with Lena Wynn. Hi, everybody. Today is my birthday, and you can help me celebrate by doing one of several things. You can leave me a nice rating and review on Apple Podcasts. I'd really appreciate that. You can also go to buymeacoffee.com slash Lena Wynn. Show support for the show. I don't know. Maybe buy me a coffee. You can also go to our website, consentingadultsshow.com, for details on how to enter our free giveaway for December. I'm giving away the Performance Package 4.0 from Manscaped. You've heard me talking about it on this program. This prize is worth about $300. It's really amazing. Find out all about it by going to consentingadultsshow.com. My guest today is 34-year-old Miles Hammer from Denver, Colorado. And he tells me that he's been in the lifestyle since sharing a girlfriend in high school. And the way he lives his life today is that he's in right now an open relationship with a woman. And he says he can fulfill most roles without really trying. What the heck does that mean, Miles? Uh, within the extra dynamics of a relationship, that can be playing the bull for a hot wife or a cuckold couple. That can be just being the extra, being brought in, uh, whether or not I'm the focus of attention or one of the other pieces of the couple is. Uh, group situations are fun. And obviously, like you said, having started by sharing a partner, I've been on both sides of that as well. And so I understand the different roles and dynamics and all the elements that can come along with that. Okay, let's go back to high school, shall we? Sure. What do you mean you started sharing a girlfriend? Yeah, I just uh, had a drunken night one time. Not that we ever drink in high school, right? <laughs> drunken night and uh, one of my good buddies and I kind of brought it up almost a, a, in passing as a joke. And she seemed very receptive to it. So we just kind of went from there. Okay. But was this because, you know, a lot of young people do, you know, silly young people things. Did it continue? It did. Yeah. So both with the girlfriend at the time and then also with the friend when he would 
get a girlfriend or some of his, you know, playmates in high school, if you will, we would occasionally uh, get together on those as well. Now, were these all MFMs? Or was there um, any interaction between you and the guy? There was a little bit of incidental touching. At this point with that friend, though, there wasn't that comfortability. We were both on the football team together. So there was just kind of that stigma, I guess. Sure. So you're bisexual? Yes. Back then, did you have those feelings and then just didn't act upon them because, you know, you were on the football team and you're expected to be a certain way? To an extent, yes, or at least maintaining that image publicly. I had played around with guys as early as back in middle school. So I was aware of the interest and I wasn't necessarily denying it myself. At what point in your life did you, were you okay with with being bisexual? After high school, I would say... uh, disconnecting from football and then transitioning into bodybuilding. I mean, there's a lot more exposure to pretty much naked men that looks great. And so that obviously fueled the interest more than I allowed myself to in high school. And then also just not being on the football team anymore. There wasn't that hyper macho pressure. Uh, Are there a lot of bisexual men in bodybuilding? I think there are a lot more than immediately let on. So there is an element that has has been around at least since the 90s that I'm aware of called gay for pay, which is bodybuilders that wouldn't necessarily associate themselves as bisexual or homosexual getting into adult films just as a way to pay the bills for a lot of them. Bodybuilding is an expensive sport. A lot of people don't have the means to do it as a hobby and it doesn't pay well for most as a profession. But what I think bodybuilding did for a lot of people that had interests and maybe weren't allowing themselves to explore or express it is that you're just exposed to, again, so many people just in the gym or backstage or throughout the diet process. You're looking at other mostly naked men, you know, comparing and appreciating and aesthetically enveloping yourself in the male physique. And so for a lot of people, I think it just opens up whatever interest was already there. You're talking about the gay for pay. Do you think that most of the men who did that actually had some kind of tendencies? That's a, that's a hard question to answer because I think a lot of people have a problem in answering or, or, or identifying with their sexuality fully publicly. And I think that's why the whole term gay for pay comes up is because it's, oh, well, I'm not gay, but I'm doing it for money. Well, at the same time, if you're really that uninterested and that unattracted, getting an erection and climaxing could also be fairly difficult. So the fact that you're doing it in a few minutes kind of argues that there are some tendencies. Whether or not they're open and public about it is a different story. So then let's talk about your personal life. Um, You know, in high school, you found this thing where, you know, it was kind of fun to share a girlfriend, whether it's your girlfriend or someone else's girlfriend. Did that continue then into your adult life? Yeah, pretty much since high school have always had some form of online presence within the lifestyle, you know, like a FetLife account or something of that nature or other friends that were into it. How did you find people? Like, did you find girlfriends who were, were they always okay with being shared? Or did you have to look for people who were specifically in the lifestyle? 
Uh, it's been a combination. Uh, like, for example, that first one, it was just a high school girlfriend happened upon it, asked in the circumstance, and found out she was okay with it. Uh, I was married previously, and my ex-wife had come from a marriage where they were very repressed sexually, and she didn't feel that monogamy was natural after that. So that worked out well. Uh, for the most part, it's been a coincidental finding someone who's okay with it that I didn't find directly from the lifestyle. So then you're saying that the relationships you had were just people you met, what we would call organically, who happened to be open to the lifestyle, right? Correct. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, and then it kind of progressed to something else because what, what do you do right now? What, like for a living? Oh, I'm in real estate. Oh, you're in real estate. Do you do anything like, do you get any kind of compensation for anything that is sexual? Ah, I see. Uh, I've got a Pornhub account. I've got an OnlyFans. I am in the process of switching the Pornhub from amateur to uh, an actual porn star. So uh, name has been trademarked. A lot of how I got into public exposure was more just exhibitionism. And then I've had enough people ask, do you have OnlyFans? Can I buy more? Can you make content that uh, I just figured? What the heck? What the heck? If you're going to get paid for something I enjoy doing anyway, why not? Okay. Does this affect like your, your, you know, your real life as a real estate agent? It could. I've been very conscious of keeping my alter ego and stage name and everything associated with the adult industry and swinging and the lifestyle separate from my legal name and everything that I do professionally there. That being said, some of the social media accounts like Facebook or Instagram, there has been some crossover and some bleed over to where people have seen both. Bisexuality aside, I've always been very open in what I thought and not very concerned with public opinion. I've been very outspoken pretty much my whole life. Nice. So anyone that sees it... Um, hey, they, they looked somewhere, just, right? They found it somehow, right? Exactly. So they're, they're, <laughs> yeah, so it's going to be one of those. You can either ask me about it or you can watch from afar, but I'm not ashamed of who sees it. So then you're you're pretty much out there. Yes. You're now in an open relationship with a woman. Uh, describe the the arrangement that you have. I know everyone has their different terms for everything. The, the best way I would describe it is open relationship as opposed to like a polyamorous in that she has no interest in any other emotional connection to anyone. I have no interest in, in fulfilling any other kind of uh, girlfriend or full-time relationship either. It's just more or less uh, between being insatiable uh, and just liking variety and being bisexual. And obviously she only has a certain set of parts, not restricting each other sexually is very, what we feel healthy and natural. Mm -hmm. uh, do you play together or separately always? Or uh, make sure we together occasionally. Uh, there have been, there are a couple of mutual friends that we've uh, in certain scenarios have stumbled into those. Um, we're not against it. And at the same time, a lot of it is just kind of circumstantial or situational stuff that will happen into independently. You kind of don't identify as swingers because you don't always play together, right? Correct. Yeah. I think there are people that 
always play together. And, and, and again, I know everyone has a different varying level of what their definition is. But in terms of swing versus open play, we'll do both and lean more towards open and independent rather than together. Now, how does she feel about you being bisexual? Is it, honey, you're free to do whatever you want? Or is it, hey, that turns her on too? It turns her on as well. Originally, it was just, hey, you're free to do what you want to do. So she was bisexual as well, had a girlfriend after a marriage. And she had threesomes with her ex, but it was all FFM. And he was very against other men. So she just, it was kind of one of those things that never entered her mind too much outside of maybe whatever she saw online. But then seeing it in person the first time, she enjoyed it a lot more than she thought she would. How about you? Do you enjoy watching her with other people? Absolutely. Okay. So that's a turn on for you too. Oh yeah. Whether it's male or female she's with. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, Do you guys do the group stuff? Yes. Yeah. Now you mentioned FetLife before. And that is something that I recently found out about and saw. And there's some kinky stuff on there. It's not really um, the lifestyle stuff that I had been hearing about. It's not the ethical non-monogamy stuff. I mean, it's BDSM and a bunch of other crazy stuff, right? So are you into that other stuff? Yeah. So so I think that the I, I broadly use the, the term lifestyle. I think there are a few different elements to it. I think that there's more of the if we're talking in terms of websites like the Cassidy, where it's more just the ethical non-monogamy, whereas FetLife gets into, as the name would suggest, all the different fetishes within the sex world as well. So it does have classifications in there, such as open relationship, relationship, polyamorous. And then it also breaks down whatever kinks and fetishes and sexual interests you may be into as well. And what kind of stuff are you into? Uh, easier question might be what I'm not. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so I don't enjoy um, toilet play, really, or extreme pain. Blood play. Oh, wait a second. Oh, yeah. That's a thing. Uh, oh, I can't believe I'm going to ask, but explain that to me. What is blood play? It, 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 is, it, it is what it sounds like. Within a session, one will be the cutter, one will be the cutty, and you will actually draw blood and use it as an accessory like other people might chocolate sauce or whipped cream. Oh. Yes. So that is not my thing. You're not into that. You're not into that. No, not one to judge, not my thing. And then also, you know, the whole poo play. Yeah, no. uh, Not my thing either. I'm not even going to ask you about that. But outside of that, um, very open. Love ass play. I have a foot fetish. can be anything from sensual to rape fantasy. Being the being the rapist. Oh, either. Oh, either. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I switch as well. So I would say that for the majority of the time that I'm with women, I would be more of the dom, and they would be more submissive. Situationally, that'll switch, and then I'm much more versatile with guys depending on the situation. Okay. But I do like to be used just as hard as I like to use. Okay. Now, when when people say that, 
I'm not really sure I understand what that means. When you say, I love to be used, what are you talking about? When you're in a relationship, for the most part, sex is emotional as well as physical. There's a connection. You're looking to make the other person feel good as you are also looking to feel good, or at least I would hope. Some of the fetish or BDSM play, it is purely sexual. There's no emotion. There's almost an anti-emotional sentiment to it to where there's a complete disregard for feelings. Disregard for, in some scenarios, the victim or or the subject. There's a complete disregard for their own well-being or comfort. um, Or enjoyment. Almost right. like a carnal, sadistic, I'm just using you for, for pure sexual pleasure. And if you're harmed in the process, oh well, to oh. a degree. And have you ever been harmed in the process? Oh, yeah. I've definitely been uh, made to hesitate before sitting down for a couple of days after. Ooh. A couple of times. So, <laughs> but he says with a smile. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's always good pain. Oh, all right. So, um, wow. Okay. You know, when we were preparing for this video interview, I had to tell Miles to wear clothes. (laughs) So you're an exhibitionist. I am. And that's kind of always been that way, right? Oh, yeah. I streaked through my apartment complex when I was in elementary school. I mean, I've always been naked. Okay, so you really enjoy being naked. In fact, when we tell our listeners where to find you, I must also include a warning. You know how some people you can get on their Twitter and once you start scrolling, you can start seeing kind of maybe some nasty stuff. No, 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 no. With Miles, bam. So when you check him out, make sure you're in a safe environment because it's literally all just hanging out there. Yes. Uh, so we made him wear, uh, he said, we made him wear something. So he's he's got uh, a, uh, a little something, a, a little something, a little tank top on. But just as a treat for the people who will be watching this when it comes out in video, um, are you still in bodybuilding? No, I like to keep in shape, but I haven't done a competition in about seven years. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, okay. Let's see them guns. Let's see them. They're nice. Thank you. Miles, thanks so much for talking to us. Uh, I really appreciate that. Good luck in everything you do. And um, for people who want to find you outside of Twitter, all they have to do is look up Mile High Hammer, right? Yep. Mile High Hammer or Miles Hammer between the two, you'll find pretty much everything. You'll find it all. Okay, that's Mile High Hammer on Twitter, and I shall not be responsible for what you see. All right, next time on Consenting Adults, newbies in the lifestyle quickly learn some lessons about jealousy and communication. I was able to explain without being a jerk that I really enjoy hearing the details. And then we also didn't have a lot of boundaries at the beginning. I think after that first one, or maybe the second one, we were like, okay, we need to, we really need to iron this out. Ooh, okay, tell me about the second one. That's on the next Consenting Adults. <laughs>